Welcome to the Kenneth K. Law Life and Leadership Podcast, designed to encourage and inspire. Let's listen to another great episode. Hey, greetings, everyone. I'm Kenneth K. Law, and this is the Kenneth K. Law Life and Leadership Show. Once again, we are back here to share, to impart, to bring strategy, to bring understanding, to bring even clarity to your life, to your leadership roles that you function in on a daily basis. So I want you to take some time, take a moment to let your friends and family know to tune in now and get ready to share uh, this with others. I really believe this will help many of you as you begin to move forward in great things and move forward in what's in your heart, what your vision is, with the idea that you have, but also uh, will help you with building the team around you to make it happen and what you will need in the days to come, um, what you need to, the criteria rather for what it will take to win, what it will take to uh, consistently win. So we're going to talk about those things in a minute. And so I want to thank you for tuning in today. And and I'm sure today's show will undoubtedly help you to grow in your life and within your leadership. So today's show, we're going to focus on it's about trust. It's all about trust. T-R-U-S-T. Today's show, let me say it one more time for the people in the back. Today, we will focus on it's all about trust. And so I'm looking forward to digging down into this subject over the next few moments. And so I'm sure that many of you will gain an understanding on how uh, to understand this and how to move forward uh, and what is trust and how does that work really and, and, and how is that defined, especially when you're building your team, uh, building and constructing your idea, your vision, how does all of that play a part? So let's get ready to dive into that and move forward uh, into this teaching. All right. So let's go here. Uh, I realized too, when, when, you know, myself being an actual uh, CEO and realizing uh, being a CEO of my own company, I realized that vision and trust, you know, work together we realize that when you these two components among others are very crucial to your success as a leader and as a visionary but also as a ceo you must also be able uh even as you build out your own home and your own household so having vision and having trust are crucial to the success of what you desire to do and also to your productivity so I'm going to explain to you why in just a little bit. So we're going to take the next few moments to talk about trust. Let's take, let's deal with trust. So what is trust? What is trust? So, so one of the biggest hindrances to a team's success, it's a lack of trust. It's not always the lack of grace, the lack of anointing, or the lack of uh, uh, ability or gifting. A lot of times, many times, oftentimes it boils down to there is a lack of trust on the team. Trust doesn't always mean that someone's stealing or someone is doing something deceitful. Sometimes the trust boils down to there's not a uh, trust. There's no trust in the communication. There's no trust in 
uh, understanding who is assigned to what. People don't trust what they're supposed to do. They don't trust that the person next to them knows what they're going to do. So trust isn't just you don't trust the person because they lied or they are stealing. Trust can be you may not have faith in their ability or have faith in their uh, their dream, their vision, or whatever the case may be. So let's go. Let's go a little further. Trust is the firm belief in the real reliability, reliability rather, uh, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Let me read that one more time. Trust is the firm belief in the reliability. Uh, why am I getting caught up on that word today? <laughs> Y'all pray for me. Reliability. Uh, let me read that one more time. Trust is the firm belief in the reliability, wow, reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Trust is based on who a person is, on the character that they exhibit in their day-to-day -day lives. Trust relies on someone because they have proven themselves to be reliable. There must be trust within your team so that the vision can come to pass and the business can be successful. So let's talk about that. Let me say this. I can't say this enough. Trust is huge. Trust is huge. I want you to understand that. Trust is huge. I want you to write that down. Trust is huge. Trust is about character. It's, it's about integrity. So now watch this. Let me help you understand something. Let me throw this in here while I'm thinking about it. Trust also has to be earned. Trust is it's kind of like credit. The better you do, <laughs> the more the better you are uh, trusted to pay your bills, the higher your credit score goes up. The more you are reliable uh, and consistent in that reliability, your trust goes up. So when you're consistent in a particular behavior, uh, reliability, and you're, you're dependable and you're faithful, trust goes up. But if you're consistent in another behavior, such as uh, lack of time management, uh, inability to change, to adapt, to adopt, um, not a good team player, then what happens? Trust in that goes down. So whatever you're consistent in, whatever behavior you are consistent in, that's where your trust will rise or will it will uh, it will fall. So if you want your trust credibility uh, to rise, your trust your your trust credit score to rise, then you must be uh, faithful and consistent to the behaviors, to the mindset that drives trust upward in other people. You want to be able to drive trust upward in your team leader, uh, in your team members, uh, even within your, um, you know, within your own home, because as a husband and, and as a wife, uh, there's, there's a thought of trust being there for the bills to be paid, um, for, uh, the, the marriage to, um, stay consistently together with no kind of breakdown of the marriage. Uh, there's a trust that you go <laughs> where you are. You say you, you know, you are where you say you are. Um, there's a trust. No, all those kind of things like that. Believe it or not, 
Trust is so essential to all of our relationships. It's trust. I'd rather, I can deal with a person that may not be as gifted. I can deal with a person that may not be as talented or anointed in a particular area, but I can't deal with someone I can't trust. We can't build together. It's not going to move. We're not going to grow. That we will not be successful when there is no trust amongst us. So let's go, let's, 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 let's think about it a little further. The better you do, the more you're consistent, the more you're reliable in that positive behavior, then your trustworthiness, like creditworthiness, trustworthiness, it's going to grow. It goes higher. And the more you're able to be trusted, you'll see that people want you on their team. But also you can get more things done. The productivity is strong on the team because everyone trusts each other. So can I stop right there? I want to let me let me just add this part because everyone trusts what they do. So I want there's a book by um, I think it's Stephen Covey called The Speed of Trust, and and he begins to explain how it's a um, business book of how in management how productivity was down because there was a lack of trust in leadership, there was a lack of trust on the team, there was a lack of trust in machinery or or the innovations or whatever the case may be. And so where where they found where companies were really struggling with productivity, it was not that they did not have talented people. It was not that they didn't have gifted people and good people. The trust factor was low towards management and in management. And with that caused productivity and the speed of production to be lowered. They weren't getting things done on the level they used to and the speed they used to because there was no trust. Believe it or not, trust determines the speed of productivity in your business, in your ministry. I'm telling you, even in your church, you're a pastor, a leader, or whatever the case may be, and you need your team to move on some things and to turn some things around. Well, that's going to be determined not just by gifting and anointing and graces and talent and all that stuff. It's going to be how much they trust the vision and you trust who you are. We, we were able to do a conference a few weeks ago called Administry. It was very successful. Uh, people came from all around, but we were able to turn it around in 45 days. I gave them the idea in August and we produced it on October 30th. So within about 45 days, um, we were able to turn around a one-day summit with people from five to six states, uh, with lunch included, um, with all kind of materials for them to study, um, promos, all kind of stuff like that. Well, one of the reasons is not just that I had great people, the people trusted what I was telling them and they trusted uh, uh, the vision, the plan, and the idea, and the outcome. And because they trusted it, and they trusted the, the Christ in me, and, and trusted the vision of the house, because of its consistency, they got on board, and they turned it. And I mean, they really turned it and blew it out the box. Uh, and, and so I'm I want you to understand, it's not that people don't want to work with you or work with your team. You might want to ask a question, where is the trust factor? 
Where are the levels of trust? Because they may not be there the way you think. Don't assume that just because people are coming together, laughing together, smiling together, doing a little bit here, doing a little bit there, that they're that they trust one another. You would be surprised. It's they they're friendly and people will eat out with you, but they don't trust you, what you do. They don't trust your communication. They don't trust your time management. You're telling people to be on time, but you're consistently late and you're the leader. You know, they don't trust that. So for for the for a little while, they're gonna give it, they're gonna do it, they're gonna show up. Then they're going to look at you as like, how can you hold us accountable for something or demand that we be someplace, ask us to be someplace when you yourself won't do that. So they don't trust that and they don't trust your words. And once you lose the people, once your word is no longer good, I'm telling you, they will smile with you. They will laugh with you, but they will not follow you. And the key to your leadership role is who can you influence to follow you into this vision and this plan? And they will not follow you if they do not trust you. They can like you and they can love you, but they will not trust you and they will not follow you. And you will think that you have a team, but really you have some folk that's tolerating you until they find the next best thing or find some leadership that they can trust comfortably. I want you to catch that. People want to trust their leadership comfortably. They want to know. They get it. Highs and lows come. They get it. Storms come. They get all of that. They're, they're fine with that. But what they cannot deal with is inconsistency. They can't trust you because of your inconsistency. And so when storms come, they will not trust your leadership. They will not trust you and they will not follow you through the storm. They will do their best to find their own way through the storm. And so we want to, you want to be careful. You want to have a trust assessment. You want to have a trust assessment for your team. You want to have a trust assessment for your organization and begin to talk about that. So everyone trusts when, 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 when you have uh, strong productivity, as I said, everyone trusts what they do. And everyone trusts that people are staying in their lanes. People are trusting boundaries that are put in place, whether it's from leadership or down or down or management across. So when there's strong trust and boundaries put in place, people are able to operate and flow in a stronger grace and an energy that synergizes the team because there's trustworthiness. Every team needs synergy. Every team needs synergy. Every church, every marketplace, every ministry, whatever the case may be, every team needs synergy. That's when everyone brings their parts together and we bring them together. And and, and when we, we, we allow the energy to bring together, to synchronize us so that we together begin to move with a power, with a synergy, where we have an acceleration. We're able to accomplish things in a way that we have not been able to accomplish them before. Trust is so crucial. And in, in when people know that you can stay in your lane, stay in your lane does not mean we're creating silos. It means that if that's your assignment and this is my assignment, you need to work on yours. I'm going to work on mine. And together 
We're going to get to the end of this and bring our pieces together. But we can't bring our pieces together if half the team is working on their pieces and the other half is trying to micromanage the other side and, and all out of their lane. And people will back off. People will back off and then they will resign. People are resigning from jobs like crazy. And they're resigning because they're looking for different cultures and environments where trust is paramount. People, I, and now some people are just leaving jobs for whatever. I can't, we're not talking about that today. But we have to realize that people want different environments. People want healthier environments. People want to be able to um, enjoy where they work. They know they have to work. They know, and, and people want to work, but they don't want to work in a place that has a strong culture of distrust and deceit. Deceit. You know, they don't want that. They don't want distrust and deceit. They don't want those things. They want to be able to do their job, do their job well, be paid their worth, and take care of their family. And people excel very well when they have environments of trust. When you say, uh, when you say what you say and, and, and you mean what you mean and, 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 and when, you, when you go forth in those things, people will follow you. Even if you have to sacrifice something to yourself, if you said you were going to do something and you have to do it, you have to make sure it's done, you may have to sacrifice something you was going to do for you for the sake of your team because you said you would and your behavior is consistent. Now, let me flip this to you. When your behavior is consistent, and your team has learned to trust you consistently. Guess what? When you have a shortfall, they will still rally around you because they trust you. They trust your, your consistency. When you have a little shortfall of some things, they will still rally around you and make sure we still win. Now, that's when a team has been built up on trust because they know that's not normal. He he or she, uh, okay, they're falling short in that this month. They said they were going to get that done, but they weren't able to get that done. But these things over here, they have consistently done. So we know this is not normal. So let's rally around them to find out what may have happened. It may have been a budget shortfall, may have been a personnel issue, may have been something going on in, in the culture around us, something uh, in our personal lives. People will rally around the leader that they trust because the leader has consistently shown that they will deliver on what they say, what we're doing, and the outcome. So people can handle when dips go down, when dips happen, when storms come. They can handle when things bottom out a little bit. They can hang in there with you because you have built up trustworthiness. It's more crucial than you think it is. Now, let me help you understand that the same way that you could elevate your trust and trustworthiness, people also can see that when you're not trustworthy and that will hinder them working with you or being a part of that team. People don't want to be in an environment where there's distrust. I'm just referring to that. That You know, that's a serious, nobody wants to deal with that. No more than you want to be in a marriage with distrust. No more than that person wants to work at a job with distrust. It impacts everything. When a marriage has distrust, it, it brings the marriage down to a crawl. It, it shuts it down. 
There's no productivity. There's no communication. There's no intimacy. There, there's nothing going on there. Same way at the job. When there is no trust or distrust, it breaks down the, uh, the production of that company. It breaks down the impact of that ministry. Uh, it, it's, it's a lot more crucial than you think. It's a lot more crucial than you can even possibly imagine. So no one wants to work in an area where there's toxicity and distrust on the team and definitely distrust in the leadership and even in the home. It creates silos. It creates boundaries of separation. It creates an isolation in a home, in a church, in a business where there is not a good trust environment. Then when the trust breaks down, the community breaks down. The community in that business, the community in that church, the community in that home, it breaks down because the trust has been broken. It's not strong. It hasn't been strengthened. It hasn't been built up. So we really want to understand how important trust is. So that's why I think that book I mentioned by Stephen Covey, uh, The Speed of Trust, it helps you to understand how things move. When a strong element of trust is in the management and in the laborers and from top to bottom and side to side, things get done quicker. Productivity increases greatly when trust is strong and establishing an environment of that team or that business or even, like I said, the home or in that ministry, that church or whatever the case may be. Trust is essential, just like vision is. It's essential. And, and we have to really get to that place of understanding how does trust work. Let's go a little further. So why do we need trust in this age of the new normal? That's a pretty good question. So, so when there is a lack of trust, you will find a lack of movement. A lack of trust slows everybody and everything down to a snail's pace. No matter how big and how great the vision is, if there's no trust, it will remain and be labeled as another unfulfilled dream. So I said, sometimes it's not that people don't have money and resources to make things happen. Sometimes the intangibility of trust is missing. And when trust is missing, regardless of the resources, regardless of the amount of skills and talents, it can be an unfulfilled dream and actually can turn into a nightmare. And if we can, it, it, and it can set you back for years when trust is not strong. I want you to catch that. It can set you back years when trust is not strong. So when trust is not established, when trust is not available, it's not tangible any, anymore. So even though things have changed in the world due to the pandemic, social media, all these things of technology, guess what? Trust is still paramount. Trust is still essential. Trust is still necessary. Trust is still needed. Regardless from the home to the Fortune 500 to the White House to your house, we need trust. It's just that crucial. Watch this now. Let's, let's see. Let's see if we can get some of this in before we finish up. So how do we implement trust? I talked about the speed of trust. It, it always affects two outcomes when we're dealing with speed of, of the speed of trust. It affects the two outcomes of speed and cost. When there is trust or lack thereof, it affects the speed and the proficiency of how things are done. But it also impacts the cost of how it's done. 
it can cost you more or it can cost you less. So when there is a lack of trust, it's possible that it can cost you more because now you have to do uh, or you have to put other things in place that really could have been solved had the team trusted each other. So we got to be mindful of that. Now watch this. Watch this now. So when trust goes down, speed goes down and cost goes up. When trust goes down, speed goes down and cost goes up. When there is a lack of trust in your family, in your business, it costs you more. It can send the bills up higher. It can ruin your budget. You know for the year, for your fiscal year, because you're now spending money trying to keep things productive because you don't have strong trust in your culture. And the workload is not being carried out. People are working 40 hours, but the productivity is around 25. And so because there's a lack of trust, it, it could possibly be a silo mentality. People are isolated. They don't trust the management. They don't trust leadership. They don't trust any of those things. And those things can drive cost up. So those things you have to be mindful of, mindful of. So when trust goes up, speed goes up and cost goes down. When trust goes up, speed goes up and cost goes down. I, I want you to catch that. So here's here, here, here are the qualities. I, I know you're going to like this. Here are the qualities of a trustworthy person. Number one, reliable. You got to be reliable. Having complete confidence and faith in a person based on how they have behaved in the past. See, people trust your consistency, but they also trust that you are consistent in being inconsistent. There are people that they trust that they will be consistently reliable, but they also trust people who are consistently unreliable. So what happens, people are going to trust what you do one way or another. You would prefer that they trust that you are reliable and not trust that you are unreliable because once they see that you can be trusted to be unreliable, to be inconsistent, then they will move away from you. They don't bring you on major projects. You're never going, you're never going to be up, uh, going up for promotion. So when layoffs come, you may be one of the first to go because you're so unreliable and can't be trusted. You're not viewed as being indispensable. You want to be viewed as being indispensable. So when you become reliable and trustworthy, believe it or not, people will begin to see you as indispensable. And you may not have all of the intangibles that other people have, but you have trustworthiness. You are consistently reliable. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is bigger than some things that people imagine that they are. You have something to offer that some people will never have. You are reliable, and that makes you indispensable. It's a source of security. It's a source of security. Number two, a person you can run to for refuge, emotionally or physically. That's the kind of person we're looking for. Knowing that he or she will be a place of security, a place of security. There must be trust in the office, in the church, in the home where there is security, that when confidential things are shared, there's understanding that that person is not only reliable, but they are a source of security. They will cover. They will cover the situation 
in order for it to be solved without it being exposed in the wrong way. So that person needs to be a source of security. That tough things can come to them and they can cover those things and secure those things while solving those things. Next, honest and sincere. Honest and sincere. A firm belief in the honesty of another in the absence of suspicion regarding that person's motives or practices. There's no fear in a relationship of trust. Let me read that again. It's a firm belief in the honesty of another and the absence of suspicion regarding that person's motives or practices. There is no fear in a relationship of trust. That speaks to your character. This is speaking to your character. This is who you are when no one's watching. That when I'm around you and you're around me, there is no suspicion. We also call that covenant. When you're in covenant with a person, there should be no suspicion. There should be no fear in this relationship because it has trust. It is rooted and grounded in understanding integrity, character, covenant. A friend is a friend. Your word is your word. And there is no fear in that. And so I want to stop right there because I I'm going to come back and share some more with that, but I want you to know how trust is so important. And so I want you to think about that and do a trust assessment for your team and a trust assessment for your home and for your ministry and for your own life. And you're going to, you're going to, you got some homework and you're going to make some things happen. You're going to get better. You're going to grow and people are going to want you on their team and people are going to want you as their leader as the, the, they can see trustworthiness in you in a greater way. God bless you. And this is Kenneth K. Law, The Life and Leadership Show. I'll see you soon. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Kenneth K. Law, Life and Leadership. Stay tuned for future episodes, or you can connect with Kenneth K. Law at kenneth-k-law.mykajabi.com. Dot com. That's Kenneth-K-Law.MyKajabi. Kajabi is K-A-J-A-B-I dot com.